think about that new uh intro music it's been on there for a couple episodes now uh kaylin busted that out in the studio uh what just last week just a, yeah, a little bit ago um I, I we did it actually a live twitch or, or a live facebook thing and remember you and paul helped and uh it was nice nick were you there for that i watched that happen oh the great only, yeah good, problem, good yeah the only problem i have is that you know i used to be able to annoy you by stepping on your line so it's like i can't do that anymore so that bugs me that's true you did block him out as uh as audience only that time yeah don't worry we'll we'll have remember we're gonna have to revamp the intro music oh that's not its finished form well no i mean you do this for a season or two but then we get that money (laughs) oh yeah because of all those sponsorships we've friends of the show all the friends of the show start helping us and you know butch's bake beaners and bean butch's Butchnins. Actually, I'm pretty sure we have our first sponsor ever. Uh, are you ready to do a quick break and, and do that commercial? Yes, I am. Okay. Uh, well, uh, guys, we'll be right back after this short break uh, and a word from our newest sponsor. Do I do it? Yeah, just do it. Oh, oh cool. I thought we were actually going to put it in, but here's no, what no, I... do it right now. <laughs> You're going to have to edit this because I when you did that. <laughs> oh yeah, there's... yeah, we're going to edit. No, he's going to edit it. Check it out. All right, yeah, say it one more time. Go. Say it's it's because it's all edited out. Say it one more time. Damn and it. you know what? You could actually deliver this a lot better. So try one oh. more time, Michael. Okay. Uh, well, uh... <laughs> you know what? Let's start over. <laughs> <laughs> no way, dude. This is great. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Um. Uh. All right, uh, guys, I, I didn't tell you this, but we have a brand new sponsor for the show. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, we're super excited. And, um, well, let's let's hold nothing back. Let's just get to it. Uh, we'll be back after this short break after a word from our newest sponsor. Maneria! Hey, are you tired of all those dishes? Are you tired of your carbon footprint destroying society? Oh, but you still want to eat soup? Why not try hand soup? It's soup in your hand! Nom nom! Ah! It's so hot! Ah! Brought to you by Hand Soup. Maneria! <laughs> that, that, was, that was such a good commercial they did. <laughs> that, was, that was really high quality. Well, I was... I, Hold I, up. Did yeah. you say hand soup? Yeah. It's not, I didn't say no, hand soup. No, it was our, Yeah. Our, the sponsor. Our... So, Nick, think about this. And I don't promote things i'm punk rock i was fighting tooth and nail against this whole thing but we live in a modern world so we turned down a lot that's true products yeah and when i saw hand soup i was like wait a minute (laughs) are you telling me that i don't have to worry about that pesky bowl potentially breaking if it's glass going into a landfill or choking seagulls dolphins and other aquatic beings no you pour the soup in your hand nick you got hand soup yeah. Just squeeze your fingies together, and you got hand soup. It's a great product. Think about it. Like peanuts, you pour it into your hand, yeah. right? Why not soup? Gummy bears, pour it into your hand. I don't put gummy bears in a bowl. I'm not a freaking communist. No offense nope. to all communist friends out there. We love you, friends of the show. <laughs> Send us samples. Yeah. Um, and Pringles. Pringles you get out of the jar, yeah. and then when your hand can't fit anymore, pour it in your hand. Yeah. So, hand soup, Nick. Hand soup. I mean, thank you, hand soup. Your legacy is still intact. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Well, uh, welcome back to another episode of Man Area. I'm Mike. I'm Kalen. And we, of course, have Nick on the phone. Say hi, Nick. Hey, guys. Shut up, Nick! <laughs> yeah. 
to you back. So, Nick, I wanted to invite you back onto the show after uh, what seems like it's been a few episodes now, because here's the thing. Kaylin is absolutely insane. And I've been friends with Kaylin now for quite a while, but I did not get to grow up with him. Now, as his younger, older, older, older brother, yeah, more you mature. must have some stories about Kaylin as a youngster that could help make sense of why he is the way he is today. Uh, do any of those pop into mind? Could you tell us a, a story about young Kalen? Oh, I, I definitely do. Um, is there a specific age you'd like to meet me to start with? Because there's stories about him from the time he was three to, uh, you know, I, we, we could we could start we could start very young or we yeah. could go like 18-year-old yeah, Kalen. Take me all the way back. All right, so my All penis right. was not as nice as it is now. That's my only comment. I'm not going to get in the way of this, guys, but I just wanted you to know, when you're picturing me, you can't picture the same penis on the three-year-old. It would be impossible. So now that we've said that, oh, but unfortunately, my head was about the same size as it is now on a three-year-old, so you can visualize that monstrosity. So similar to how a toddler's head is just way too big for its body. Yeah, yeah I was like, I was like uh, two Stewies with the same with one body, <laughs> two Stewie heads with one body. And uh, go ahead, Nick. Now that they've got the visual, just remember. Yeah, my... no, no, that there is a visual. Uh, I think the so the first time that I realized, and I, I, I'm going to sound about four years old now. The first time I realized that Kalen thought differently than me was. We were living in a house where back in the, I think this used to be a fairly common occurrence where you used to, if you flush the toilet while the shower was off, the uh, the shower got cold. Oh, yeah. I had a house like that. Bad plumbing. Right. I, yeah. So there was a plumbing issue. Now, I was told by mom not to, to use to flush the toilet while the shower was on. Okay. And I, I understood that that was something you didn't do. Now I'm fairly certain that Kalen was also told that, but he apparently forgot. Mm-hmm. Well, so, that was just, well, first off, I'm going to just interrupt for the facts. So that what happened was you were told that and understood it. Mom was probably telling me something and I was drawing or thinking about dinosaurs. All that happened was the thing that happened was I, I went in and did my business and flush the toilet. Like Dad, a polite person does. Yeah. I was just potty trained. This was brand new potty oh, training. I'm wow. three. Uh, Nick is 18 months older than me, so he's four and a half. I was just three, just figuring all this out. I flushed the toilet. My dad's in the shower. My dad's just like me. He has an incredible, <laughs> And I didn't think so that. This, so this traumatized him, obviously. I got the fear. Yeah, you were you were scared. By I didn't it. know you it was Dad. I just knew that when you flush right, the you toilet, demons come out and scream in your face. Right. In the night. So, so Kalen is a critical thinker. He was a critical thinker back then. So he devised an alternative strategy to uh, to to keep this from happening again. <laughs> so the next day, he goes back in there. He takes a dump in front of the toilet. In front of the toilet. In front of the toilet. I took a shit in front of yeah. the toilet. Oh, because you can't flush. So no, no, no I didn't know. Oh, I, no, didn't, no, no. I didn't know what was <laughs> happening. It's like clearly the toilet was angry. Oh. And I flushed. It was during the middle of the day when no one was there and nothing happened. I was like, this is the new way. Oh, my God. Because I didn't remember about dad being in the shower because it was separated where, like, I didn't know that the world, like, showering and pooping were, like, nothing was connected. So the only <laughs> correlating thing that connected me to the problem was the toilet I was sitting on. So if, if you put your, your sin 
into the toilet and you flush it, it's like feeding shit to, to a living creature. I was like, oh, he only likes pee-pee. So, perfect. All right, no problem. I've got this. Shit in front of the toilet, flushed it. He was very happy. Oh, my God. So, my poor mother is trying to understand what's going on. And so, I guess you did it. I guess you, I guess the next time she figured it out, like, I guess you I did it, it at least twice. Yes. And yeah, I would... she did it. So, she, came, she figured it out the second time. And, I, and, and after, after she explained it to you, you got it. But your you had a you had a clearly well thought out idea of what was wrong, and you yeah. devised the solution. I fixed the problem. No basis, yeah, had no basis in reality, and was devoid of logic. But it was a well thought out solution. And nothing has changed since then. Right. No. This is this, this was like at that point I understood that I was in in for it because you don't you don't think like anybody else. <laughs> Hold on. Now, now, I got to side with Kaylin on this one a little bit, because if I was three years old and I took a dump in a toilet and flushed and all I heard was agonizing screams and nobody like ever came around to tell me what actually happened, I'd probably do the same thing. But see, a normal three year old would have ran to mommy or cried or things. I was scared. I got out. I got it through and, and I didn't bring it up I, and then I also didn't buy, and by the time that I'd left the bathroom it was over and I didn't think about it again until the next time I walked in the bathroom so there's I think a lot of kids would have probably avoided shitting on the floor with a little bit of normal you know linear thinking right. and this was like my mother was a very um, don't say was we, we'll kill her <laughs> no, well, I mean, she, at that time, she was she she spoke to us like adults. She had conversations oh, okay. like we yeah. were we were we were thoroughly yeah aware, made aware of how things are supposed to be. The issue is teachers' that, family. There was a lot of big boy talk. Yeah. There was no goo goo gaga horse okay. shit. Okay. No, like it, the the issue is that I hung on mom and dad's every word and took it as gospel. And Kalen probably paid attention half the time and had his own thoughts on what they were saying. I knew exactly what they were saying to fit my right. my scheme. That's what I'm saying. You had your own thoughts. When they built they the uh, when they put the kitty latches on everything, um, I just I was like, okay, cool. But I opened them. All the kitty locks were easy for me to open. Nick didn't even try. Jesse couldn't. My my younger sister couldn't but figure it out. So, but I, I was like, well, I clearly Nick's not interested. Hold up, I didn't try because I was told not to. Yeah, that's and what I'm saying. You were, uh, me, yeah. Oh no, I didn't want to paint you as somebody who enough. was like yeah. not like trying. No, you were. You could have, but you didn't. Jesse had a hard time because I don't know. Sometimes it's hard to open those. Who's Jesse? Oh, she, My no, little Jesse sister. Willfully disobeyed. She, yeah, she just she, like pushed and screamed. Did, yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. Like, that's like a normal gonna... kid. But what I'm saying is that like, what's up? Oh no, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, what I'm saying is that they, you know the difference is, I had no issue like i didn't think there was a problem with me breaking out i didn't see that as a bad thing like they put me in there but they put a lock in there that you could fix i mean i could break out of the lock so i was like i am allowed to leave this this place it makes perfect sense to me it still does it put me in a jail if i can escape that's okay okay so now i feel like kaylin and i's logic as as a as small children Align pretty well because nice. my dad had a cousin whose name was matt i had never heard the name matt before i'm like two or three I'd never heard the name Matt, but I did know the word Matt. A Matt goes in front of a door. So when they introduced him as Matt, I said, no, that can't be right. A Matt goes in front of the door. So his name must be Nat with an N. And I called him Nat for years. I feel like that's the exact same logic as taking a shit outside of the toilet. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's it's wrong, but there is some logic. There's linear logic to get there. You know what? Actually, I said yeah. it wrong. I said it wrong because lin- it is linear because it's a connecting the dots thing. Whereas we don't use relativity at all. We don't relate to what could potentially be um, a, a more reasonable situation. It's like no, no. I've got this. This is my line of logic, and uh-huh. I will not deviate from it. <laughs> There's no evidence on God's green earth that's going to make me think any differently because I've I have my starting point. I have the starting point. That's where I'm. That's where I'm leading from. <laughs> so uh, let's see. A story of about you has come up multiple times now uh, about a gift you used to leave a friend. I'm I, not. I, did we talk about it, or did Nick and you talk about uh, this? Nick and I have talked okay, about cause it. Okay, because I'm. It's like I, I'm a very nice person, and I, but I don't like you say it like that, and I don't feel like you're saying something nice because I've done really nice things for it, people. This is something that I've never heard about anybody ever doing to anybody before, except in maybe like a college, college comedy, like a, maybe an American Pie movie, maybe maybe like a. Like a summer camp movie from the seventies. So Nick, Nick's telling you this stuff. Okay, okay. I, I'm. You've narrowed it down to like five things. Unfortunately, what Nick regale us with your tale. Nick, we we well. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I'm no, I'm not going to interrupt. So make sure you get it right. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I really want to know will. which one you it pro- is. You probably. Nick, th- you're going to know right away. Nick, you've what got the floor. Go for it. Okay, so. I came to Hollywood about a year after Casey moved there, and he had a he had had two apartments. So I and uh, we decided to get an apartment together. We decided to get a two bedroom apartment with our two buddies. Okay. Um, and one one of them came from Washington with us. The other one was the drummer in Kaylin's band at the time, who, just for full disclosure, is now our brother in law. Okay. Um, he married yeah, Jesse, so, our little oh, sister, wow. full circle. Nice. Yeah. So this was no that there was nowhere there was nowhere that was not even on the horizon. But when the story took place, so we had this really nice apartment, two bedrooms, where I had my own room because I paid more rent, and then Brand, and Brandon and Dan, our two buddies, shared a room, and Kaylin slept in the closet. You did what now? I slept in the closet. It was like a little coffin. I loved it. Why did you sleep in the it closet? Was, it, I liked it. That was the second oh, apartment I slept in the closet. How much of the rent yeah, did you pay? How much rent did you pay to sleep in the closet? Uh, now, this was the front living room closet, so I basically had my own room. Um, I think I paid like a third of what they paid. Damn. I mean, you are a little guy, so it could be really rude. I slept. I, it's like a bus bunk. It's great. <laughs> okay. um, I he had was, a door. He was perfectly, he was perfectly happy. Yeah, and, and I'm not going to get into was, any of the details why it sucks right now because for the story, but Nick... But uh, yes, I had a, I had it all foamed out, very comfortable. I had my clothes above me. I had a little table at the head. It was nice. I had my bottle of vodka because I was pretending to be an alcoholic for fun for a year. It was a good time. And Nick, you had your own entire room. Yeah, absolutely. He paid I, more I'm of the rent. I, I paid, <laughs> I paid two and a half times the rent as the rest of them to get my own room. Okay. Yeah. We, wow. It, it was oh, a yeah. good deal. It's good to be the king, I guess. Nick was it, the it king was, back then. Yeah. Okay, Nick, keep keep going. Yeah. So throughout our, throughout this we had this we had this place for six months together and throughout this time we I mean, like you said, it was very much college dorm, American pie. We did some goofy stuff. Okay. Um I mean so 
one thing that was like throughout this time, Kalen had seemed to be a little bit at odds with Dan, the drummer, like just kind of one of those things where it's like he was, he, he was going out of his way to Dan probably pissed him off and he decided to get Dan back. He did a couple of things to Dan that were just like, dang dude. But the one that sticks out and the one that we're talking about is Kalen would make use of Dan's computer. Dan's desk was set up in the living room. He had a really nice, I mean, Ikea desk. Uh-huh. You know, it was, it was like for us at that age, really nice. He had his big PC on there. Yeah. And Casey, when he was alone in the apartment, made use of Dan's computer for his, uh, his jollies, let's just say. For his jollies? Um, I used to whack off yeah. to internet porn on the computer. Uh, the desktop. <laughs> I used to smash off there whenever anybody left, whenever anybody left, or even if it was to go down yeah, and get the mail. Yeah, if he had time alone, he that's what he did. Okay. Now, normal, fine, fair enough. The issue is, is that his method of disposal consisted of grabbing a piece of printer paper, depositing, folding it up, and leaving it there <laughs> for Dan. And, and actually, here now here's the thing. Uh, now let me show you the, the format of this. And and first off, I thought, uh, I, I thought I did a pretty good yeah, job. Yeah, but but you said that. folding it up. So no, it, so what you do is you grab a piece of printer paper and you fold it in half and set it on on the desk in front of the keyboard. Once you found your vid that you're gonna watch, that way you've got a backsplash. Wait, so like like one arm of the paper is up? Is up. Yes. So that's the oh. fold is so important. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Dude, that's impressive. I yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, Nick, I used oh, that wow. to catch. And I, after I released, I didn't do anything with it. I left it like a little signature saying. So you didn't close it like an envelope? No. You just left it open? No. Sometimes Now, if I hit hard on the backsplash, sometimes it would pull it down like a quesadilla. <laughs> um, but, the, but yeah, the whole thing was there was always, he would come home and you'd never know when there was going to be that, that piece of paper. Why would you leave it there for him? Because he vexed so, me. This is what I'm saying. And so apparently, I like Brandon and I didn't know this was going on. Like, I never noticed this. Like, I certainly didn't sit down at that. I mean, I had my he own. He started copping too. He, he had a little bit of an attitude in the practice right. space. And, and I, I try to honor his, his opinions, like everybody else. But there was, he had a tone at certain points. And I was like, all right. And, I, and we were still, like, we would hang out, drink with good buddies. Like, it was all good. But he, so I, in my logic, if he's going to, you know, there. I was. This was my. I started the band, and everybody has a voice. Everybody has an opinion, but I was the leader. Uh-huh. And if I feel like my position was being compromised or, or you know, challenged, it's like we got to. It's a fine balance because every idea is valid, but you have to respect the chain of command. So, outside uh, anyway, of the band, we hang out. Just, yeah. You know. So just yeah. So so reeling it back in. So this is going on and. I am not aware of it. I, like I'm not sitting at Dan's desk ever. It's not a thing for me. You had your own desk uh, in your room, and that's not the end I of the got, story. Uh, yeah. Oh no. No, that's not the. Oh no no no. That's not the end of the story. There's the part that makes it all art. <laughs> so we're so we so Dan's desk is at the far end of the living room. Then we have the couch and our massive entertainment center at that time that had. So if you're sitting if, if you're sitting on the couch, you're staring at this big giant TV. You walk into the apartment, you'll see Dan's desk in the corner, but it's unassuming. So yeah. you, it's a okay. very ignorable situation. So imagine yourself sitting watching TV. The desk is behind you. Yeah. Yeah. So we're so Kaylin and Brandon and I are on the are sitting on the couch watching what I believe was X Files. That's what we were watching. At Hell that yeah! Point. So we're very watching nice. X Files. Yeah. Dan Dan is at his desk, 
and so we're uh, so all of a sudden from behind us we hear this. Hey, Kalen, can you please stop coming on my desk? <laughs> and what I say, Nick? What'd you say, Kalen? Okay, but I said I'll take it under advisement. That's what he said. <laughs> so Brandon and I lose our mind. I'm sure. Like, and. <laughs> I mean, just the sheer audacity of the whole situation. First of all, Kalen's doing this. Second of all, Dan thinks that saying that or asking him that in front of in front of us is going to do anything other than exacerbate the situation. I actually did stop. Because you did. at that point, he realized that, that our little back and forth that we were doing outside of our friendship in our bands, and then this was the retaliation for that. It, the, the communication became, and no joke, communication became much more, we both worked on talking to each other properly, and the vexing was lessened. Wow. Yeah. Because it was, it was like, what led, like, the funny thing was, I didn't realize at the time, but there was, like, build-up to this. When we moved in, Kalen was hanging something up, and I was sitting on the couch, okay. and, he, and he walked by, and he just banged the hammer on Dan's couch and put a hole in it. Why? Oh, no, that was just for fun. To right. See, to so see wait, what... Dan's like, why would you do that? His, his response is, why would you do that? <laughs> I didn't know that the hammer would puncture through the faux yeah. leather. I thought it was a better... And my response was, I thought your couch was made of better stuff. I can gladly reupholster it for you because I did fuck it up. He's like, it doesn't really matter. This yeah. couch is a fuck couch. It's gross. I'm like, okay, that's what I thought. That's why I wanted to hit yeah. it with a hammer. So maybe you started all this because you said he you he vexed you. Oh no, this was in the midst of the vexing. Oh, okay, yeah. so he'd already then vexed you. The, yeah. Then the other thing and no, that... and he would. It, it was no offense to him. The vexing was a simple like you know power play. We were just trying to find our place in the world. We were young. And like, what kind of stuff would he do to you? Tone. Just tone. So he wouldn't like prank you. He wouldn't like. Oh, you know. All right. So here's the thing. No, um, he didn't prank him. He, pr- they, he pranked me. We, we we all pranked each other. The, 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 the yeah, thing that pisses me off, there's a certain kind of thing that I can't... Ch- like, I hung out with a lot of very confident, good-looking, taller, you know, like, they were like, they were good, handy, good under-pressure people. And those are great people to hang out with. There's a problem with people like that, and we've probably all done it in our comfort zones, is sometimes you talk down to people. And as a person who is short, legally blind, and all, like kind of lives in different spectrums of that, I am very, very, very in tune to being talked down to and seeing somebody else get talked down to. Okay. So if you talk down to me, or if I see you talk down to somebody else ever, even on accident, I am vexed. Got so it. if you're being, ju- and now, when you get one or two of those people in who I had in the band, not, and these are awesome, smart, totally cool people. This was not like a malicious thing at all. Which is why I only came on his desk and didn't do something worse, which I would. You get a couple of guys together, they're doing something, and then they kind of like, if you're involved in it at all, and like, I'm not trying to like, you know, I'm just here. But they, they, they just can sometimes be like, you know, oh, hey, pipsqueak. And they start talking down to you. Or they, like, let's say we're all working out together, and these two are like really good at it. And I'm not. If you use tone on me, like, you're not my fucking gym instructor, all right? We're working out together. I would gladly take some tips, but watch your fucking tone, because I'm not paying right. you. Right. I was, like, there was a time when I was on the couch sitting there, and I was talking to, I was talking about something that I felt strongly about to Kalen, and he apparently didn't agree, and I wasn't really paying attention. I just said something, and then we kept watching whatever show we were watching. Nick now, said something snooty and tone. He talked down. He treated me like an <laughs> idiot. <laughs> on accident. He treated me like an idiot, apparently. So, what happens is, Kalen apparently walks up 
is like right behind me and is going to fart on me or something. Okay, a, a much more typical uh, young man's gesture. Right, would have would have been great, but he apparently pulled his pants down and he accidentally sharted. <laughs> <laughs> so the mechanics need to come from so so the mechanics of this is kind of difficult to explain so it's the same couch with with the taped hole where the hammer is oh no all right so you walk so the so if you staring at the tv the couch is on your left hand left side of the couch is where the hallway is, like the door, like that's where it is. And then the other side, the right side of the couch is against the wall. Nick was sitting in, in the far side of the couch. I was sitting, or in the middle of the couch. My buddy Chicago was sitting on the right side, and I was sitting on the other. So Nick's in the middle of the couch, and he says he's, he's he, he vexes me. So I'm like, okay, cool. We're going to get, I'm going to get him. I'm going to lean over the couch, and I'm going to fucking blast a really hard fart, because I felt like I had one. Problem was that this tiny little drop of, of post-drug drinking shark comes out because if you do a lot of drugs and drink, your body does things. So this tiny little drop that like goes on the faux leather and uh, like this little like Hershey kiss. Oh, God. And I was like, that's not great. So, <laughs> Wait, did no I one else notice this? So they're, they're still watching X-Files. Yeah. I, so, wait, so I know I, I, was so, this like a silent fart? So it was a... No, there was no fart. There was no... The gas didn't have. There was apparently a shark. Like this is what happens when you damage your body with alcohol and drugs. Got to be careful. Don't overdo it. So I thought a fart was coming, but before the fart came, now if I had kept pushing, there would have been fart and diarrhea spray. So that, I, but I, I clamped my butt thumbs closed and closed that gate, and a little, little Hershey kiss. So they're not noticing. So I immediately, and if they do, there's nothing I can do about it. So I pull my pants up, go to the bathroom, wipe, come back out with some spray. And Nick take over. He comes up with spray and a paper towel. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell? And and, and you, you asked. I, just, was it you or Chicago yeah. or, or Dan? Yeah, no, like, we, I said, what the hell? And you're like, oh, I, yeah, I sharted on the couch. And he's like, you shit on my couch? I was like, it's very simple here, guys. I was trying to fart on Nick for a bit. For a joke, I didn't have the word bit back then. I was trying to fart on Nick. I bare-assed it because I thought it'd be funnier. Because when he looked and saw it, uh, I sharted instead. It hit the side of your couch, which is faux leather, and we already know what stands a lot. <laughs> I'm sorry. I wiped it up, and it smells fine now. Like, I was very clear. I was like, I, yeah. what no, do you want? Like, There's like, no... the, idea that, the idea that we were bothered by this well, was, was questioned. Like, I was like, you really shit on the You really, really? I really did. Yes. It's on the <laughs> it's on the paper towel. Yes. I was trying to fart on Nick, and there's poop in the way. It's crystal clear, but I cleaned it up. So I don't see why we're even still... The bit didn't work, so there's nothing to laugh about. <laughs> like, the, the thing was solved. I love that that's the worst part of this story for you, is that the bit was ruined. I mean... Oh, that it, was... Isn't it the worst part the of the story? Thing for him. Yeah, yeah. Oh I mean, my when god! When you look at it, yeah. A failed bit is is worse than death. So, to kind of put all of this together now, you're living in an apartment with three other dudes, in a closet. Yeah. With your clothes hanging above you. Yeah. And a vodka bottle. Yeah. And you're smeared off, smeared off vodka bottle. That's, yeah, that's it was gross. Perfect. And you are uh, leaving. Come prints yeah. on your buddy's desk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like to call them come signatures, but yes. 
Oh, oh man, what is it? Uh, like uh, like a jizz Rorschach test? Uh, well, I tried to I tried to like make it kind of like one of those chef smears, like you know, just drag it all across, get oh, you know, like, like one initial God. splat, and then drag the the remains. And the secret is just so you guys know, is to squeeze that little remnant and give it a little dap on the bottom, like a little. Anyway, continue. Uh, oh, beautiful. Uh, and and is there a place in the house where you didn't get some kind of body fluid? No. <laughs> Nick pissed me off one time, so I came in his pencil holder. What? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. He was very rude. How, Nick, how do you still, um, how do you still get along with your brother? It's like, I mean, my, the, full, the full spectrum of things that have happened with He's us, also done like, things. Is a, is a, that's another episode for you. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm just, there, I just... there are, there are some stories. Yeah, Nick, that's, Nick. that one is the... No, don't don't act like I'm the only person who's done something horrible. I did. Did I say you? Were you're you're making it. I just wanted to stop well, you there I because I don't want our fans to think I'm a villain. Like do you? You don't happen like to have an all. equal but opposite story about your brother, do you? Oh yeah. One time he was all like, "Kalen, get out." It's like rude. <laughs> are, you, are you serious? Right now? Okay. It's like I was in his bedroom on mushrooms, looking at his TV. And the TV wasn't on. He was like, "Get out! I got to go to sleep because I got to go to work." I'm like, "Wow, selfish." Damn, Nick. I. You know, I didn't think you had it in you. That is disgusting. Yeah, uh, it's him and two other guys, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> standing, in there. standing there on mushrooms. We were going to put on a song, but we couldn't figure it out, and then we got lost in yeah. the, the, they, the reflection. They were staring at the CD player. They were just staring. At, they weren't even staring at the TV. They were staring at my CD player, like watching it. Like, they, like a, It was good mushrooms. Like, it was good wow. mushrooms that time. Yeah, get out. Yeah. Okay, yeah, all right. Apparently that was, apparently that was rude. So I guess we've de- we've uh, decided that it, this was a very one-sided uh, disgust train. You're right. I guess I am the hero here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not the hero you deserve. I'm the hero you need. I mean, uh, th- th- yeah, there 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 are things there there are things we, we but we did things to each other. No, there are things we've done to each other that are. Uh, we'll that talk are about it later. That's a, yeah, that's a whole other episode. Yeah, our our thing. And you know what? Let's end on a high note. The best thing is we're still hanging out, making music, and being best buds. That, I mean, it's the truth. We are we are uh, closer now than we were then. Yeah. That's I mean, just to bind it up, that same apartment we both we played a game of Rochambeau because I didn't know what that was when I agreed to it. We should finish with so, this story. Yeah. Okay. Can I grab this one, Nick? Get this one. All right. So Nick was putting on a show of his material, and we built him a a super group in our small pond of Musicians Institute in Hollywood. The best. Everybody was on fire we had great people nice and it was going to be his big show i agreed to help so i built them i i think i helped build you that band right nick almost sure yeah so um we we're he was trying to figure out the, the name and unfortunately i had a, you know that whole once you start somewhere you can't stop the logic yeah. and it's like well there's only one name and that's ninjas with a y ninjas ninjas so you have to say ninjas so ny I-N-J-A-S. Wait, Nick N-Y-I? Moore, yeah, Ninjas. Ninjas. yeah. So Ninjas. And I was like, that's a great name. Nick Morris and the Ninjas. It's fun. And I was like, dude, you put that poster up at MI, it's going to be great. He wasn't like adamantly against it, but he was not for it. Did you have a, an alternative name, Nick? I... I probably I did. I'm sure. I don't remember what it was. He yeah, had a see? couple. He had a couple, but they were, see. He wasn't even sure with them. I was so confident. Yeah. Okay. About ninjas. All right. So we went with ninjas. No. Ninjas. No. Nick was against it. So I said, that, "Well, fine. You don't have a name. That's you have a couple options. So here's the deal. 
we'll do a Rochambeau for it. And if I win, it's the ninjas. If it's if you win, take your time, choose your name. I will not get in the way, but it needs to be done by the end of the day. What blah blah. Um, so Nick thinks Rochambeau is rock paper scissors. Yeah. But we were watching South Park. Rochambeau is kick your kick each other in the balls until somebody gives up. Until someone gives up. Yeah. Yeah. So Nick's like, okay, and he gets up. He's like. Have his hands go right. I was like, no, 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 no. That's not Rochambeau. Rochambeau is we so, kick each other in the nuts. Go ahead, Nick. So the witness, the witness of this was Dan. What was Dan? Who was the, the guy? I come all over his stuff and, and, yeah. and shit on his so couch. Was, so he was there for this to make sure that it was true. And so Nick now has to kind of now to Nick's credit, when the information came to light. It only took him about a minute to be like, okay. Because I was like, I saw his words like, Nick, you get the first shot. Because I was so numb for most things. I was like, yeah, you can, you can go first. If, and so if, if I drop to my knees, no problem. So Nick squares off and just gives a good old cowboy kick. Whoa. And it hurts. Uh, yeah. Then I go, I have worse depth perception than Nick. <laughs> I kiss his, I, I like blow a kiss on his cock and balls with my foot. I just no, you didn't even hit. You, you whiffed. No, that's what I'm saying. I whiffed it. No, I blow it a kiss. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, he whiffed it. Oh, oh yeah. no. So Dan now starts laughing. Nick gets to go again. And you're in for a second round. And he's in. <laughs> this one, he the so the second round he lightened up. Okay. Good and, brother. Um, but it still hurt. I was like. <laughs> I still delivered a blow. No, you do. No, you didn't do anything. Tech. You actually technically were lighter than you could have been out of pity. Well, so yeah. Then I go again, and I just kind of nick him in the nick. I like. I get. I you get, missed again. I got a little, but not oh, yeah, much. He, no. I, mean, like, I have short I legs. Fine. I was fine. So now I'm. I'm. Oh, no. I'm sweating. So you've got. You've gotten two square on. Yeah. Nick. 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 Uh at this point, the mercy is gone, and Dan, our drummer, who I who I shoot loads on his desk, is on the floor in a fetal position. He vexed me. <laughs> Wait, why is he in a fetal position? Because he's laughing so hard at my <laughs> play. He, he can't even like he can't yeah. even stand. He's yeah. laughing so hard. By his <laughs> he's still, but I'm like, you watch, you watch the competition, and Nick drills me in the nuts. I. A third time. A third time. Now I'm I'm doubled over, but my knees have not hit the ground. Okay. No, yeah, he, 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 I remember him going, <laughs> like, he, he, like he, it was everything you could do not to go down. And I was like, all right, Nick is about 20 pounds lighter than me. I'm just going to aim behind him, use a little martial arts. <laughs> and I lifted that motherfucker off the ground. No. I went, I, I went airborne. Oh, no. And, yeah, and Nick I and I both around. don't have kids, by the way. Just and, and we probably loaded out a few people, but uh, Nick went down, and he—I don't remember how you said it exactly, but I remember you looked up. I was like, "You're like, it's the ninjas." That's what I said. Yeah. Oh, you gave up? Well, you have to. Well, that's if you go down, oh, if you go down, well, it's that, over. Oh, so it wasn't just giving up. It was also, actually like if you went down. If you go down, no, okay. you don't you give. Could, you could give up. You could. You give could up give if up. You wanted to. Neither of us was going to do that. Nick, okay. Nick and I would I, kick each other into pulp before we gave up. I, I, I like, I, it, like, even if I hadn't gone down, I was done after that point because I'm not going to take more than one shot in the nuts. Nick is a smarter man. Jeez. Yeah. No, like he, he like he, like. The first two times were easy, and I gave him three good ones. And he, but he got me the third one. I was like, "That's it." 
for the ninjas. Now, now hold on, hold on, Nick, because if you're going to play Rochambeau, you got to be ready to take more than one in the nuts because the whole game is who's going to take more. So, Mike, he's got bad depth perception. I thought if I, I, I thought that I could get him. I, I, I figured on him missing at least once, and I thought if I gave him two square, I might be able and to also, get him. Like, and also, yeah. Nick is correct, but also, Michael, I, I did – my leg strength um, – is stupid. Like I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a butch man by any means. But I am short and squat, and my legs squat a ridiculous amount. And I can, I, you're not gonna, no one. I, I'm gonna say this, in all humility, no one will. If I kick you and connect in the nuts, you're not gonna go for round two. <laughs> Your nuts will be paced. But I'm just saying, if if Nick went in this planning to Nick not get, know. not get kicked more than once, he was already set up to lose. Well. Mike, I went in thinking that I was playing rock, paper, scissors with my brother over <laughs> Oh, my God. I had no God. concept of what I was getting into. Yeah, yeah, yeah you had to understand. Like, I couldn't look out. Yeah, yep. he, thought he, was going, he, he thought he was going for a ping pong match in China. He ended up in Vietnam. And, you know, he, he adapted. I, give, I, I do, this is mad respect. But, you know, Michael, if you want to play Rochambeau, you're not going to go more than one round with me. I'll even give you the first round. I'm not playing Rochambeau. That's, you want to play that's, Rochambeau? That's, no, that, I'm not playing Rochambeau. I say, no one's when ever do you want to do, do that it? with you again. Um, tomorrow? No one's going to do that with Oh, I, th- I thought Michael was like, let's do it. Like, I, I don't, I, he no, had no, tone. Michael, there was tone there. It's never going to be. That might have vexed me. Never going to be a way that I'm going to settle it. How big view. is your desk, Michael? How big is the space on your desk? <laughs> seems like um, it seems like this big, beautiful, tall man talking down to me with tone. Oh, no. You are not allowed to look at porn on my computer. Um, don't worry, I got my phone. Your your your, your workspace is just the receptacle. <laughs> please no, please well, please no. I guess we should just work on our tone. Okay. I'll, I'll Rochambeau you. Awesome. All right, next podcast is going to be a live Rochambeau. Sunday, <laughs> Sunday, Sunday. Good God. Yeah, let's wrap it up there. I'm going to try my best not to vex you in the next week. And, I, and you know what? I love you, buddy. <sighs> Thank you. And I love you, Nick. I love you too, buddy. Thank you for the pause before that. that <laughs> yeah, how, that took a little while. He was thinking. I was drinking my beer. Uh, oh, never uh, mind. You're okay. for, see, I'm reasonable. I was like, that makes sense. All right, guys, this has been another wonderful Glorious episode of Man Area. I don't know what the hell I got myself into here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Michael, you're a gem, and I appreciate you. And uh, Kaylin Chase signing off, letting Michael take the last sign off as a sign of respect. Bye. All right, guys. Just remember, um, if you ever move to L.A. with three of your friends and someone says, hey, can I live in your closet? Don't let them. Man.